This is the legend Keith Chandler, and you're listening to On Conversation. And on our sixth episode, Dr. Griggs and I convene at Stirred Up Coffee Shop in Emerald Isle, North Carolina, to discuss consumerism and the levels of consumerism in today's day and age. Unfortunately, however, our recorder lost battery power about halfway through, so we've only got about 20 minutes worth. But it's a pretty good 20 minutes. Again, all opinions expressed in our podcast are solely our own and are not representative of any of the people, places, businesses, things, obtuse, inanimate objects that are around us, just ours. We also have some great news. We've attained our first sponsor, and that sponsor is State of Dyed. Don't wear boring clothing. State of Dyed clothing founded right here in eastern North Carolina, you can find State of Died on Facebook at State of Died 2017 and on Instagram at State of Died 2017. You can also check out State of Died shop at stateofdied.bigcartel.com. Check them out. Really cool clothes. A lot of fun stuff locally made. And last but not least, our intro music is brought to you by Odd Circles. The title of the track is called Recluse, and you can find out more about them at Sweet Sounds Records. Dot .bandcamp.com Stay with us and enjoy the show. So here we are. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, stirred up coffee shop in Isle, North Carolina. And this is episode six. Episode six. By my count. And you can listen to our episodes. One of our fans has already asked, uh, why is there only one episode? And why is it out of order? (laughs) So um, Because we're slack and slow. Well, because we're learning how to do this stuff. So, um, again, the episodes are not sequential, so it doesn't really matter which, which, I'm sorry, which way you... Uh, listen to them. Island time. <laughs> it's island time, baby. <laughs> yeah. Island time. We were talking earlier about the phenomenon, um, mm. uh, you know, how people are rushy, rushy, rushy about having work done because they want it done right then. And But if you're on any, any of the major Polynesian islands or even in the Caribbean, there's this phenomenon called island time, which means that basically they'll get to you when they get to you. They got a life to live, and it's an interesting. It's a different way to perceive craftsmanship because it's not like they're banging out these jobs. It's more like they're crafting their lives and these jobs with their lives. So, kind of goes back to craft versus a skill. Kind of, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best way to put it, but uh, where you know you can't demand things from. Um, craftsmen on islands because they'll they'll just never come visit never you. Show right, up. right. And well, so and there's always a demand for what's the three things people always want? They want it done quick, they want it done cheap, and they want it done at the best possible way that it can be done. And those three things cannot exist together. No, exactly. Which is why, and we could talk about this, the government's process, bidding process, where they go with the lowest bid you know, may or may not be, and I'm, I'm not sure if they do that still, but there are a lot of people that go with the lowest bid and then they complain about the job that's done. Right. So in general, that whole adage, you get what you pay for, 
certainly is the case. Tends to be true more yeah. often than not. Yeah. I mean, there are some. I mean, when you get up in luxury goods, of course, you're you're paying for the name versus, you know, the quality of the item. But but certainly in a mid-priced item, you 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 are getting what you're paying for in a way, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, there's a well, I'll say this and then we'll move on to the to the topic at hand, but there's a, an old morphine lyric. Morphine is a band from Boston in the 90s, I think, was really their, their time. Uh, but there's an old lyric in one of their songs. Uh, you get what you pay for, that's what I say, and now I'm paying and paying and paying. I think the previous lyric is people tried to give me free advice, and that's something that I always tried. You get what you pay for, that's what I say, and now I'm paying and paying and paying. Right, yeah. So... In other words, if you buy something cheap and it keeps breaking over and over and over again, you should have bought something that was more quality and actually had, you know, something behind it, a fair price behind it. I think that song is called Scratch. Mm -hmm. Well, and and, and one of the critiques of capitalism is that the cost of the item is actually not in the products that we sell. Like, so... uh, the, the, I mean, the price of the item does not reflect its actual cost uh, to society, to the manufacturer, to the world. And so capitalism only works if the cost and the price, if the price is revel- relevant, encompasses all the costs that occur in generating that product. So we can say that the oil companies, that we pay way less than we should for gasoline because the actual environmental cost is not built. Now, the cost for roads is built into it because there's a road tax. Right. But the actual environmental cost of pulling the carbon out of the air that actual cars create or the carbon in the air that air, air flights, um, airplane flights or air travel creates um, is definitely not reflected in the price. And that's where the failure of capitalism comes. That's called an externality. And corporations are really good at pushing those externalities out into the public sphere so they don't have to pay for them and it increases their profit. Whereas in reality, these companies would make a hell of a lot less profit if the entire cost of the iPhone was actually in the iPhone's price. Right, yeah, paying for the deaths of all the people leaping out of the buildings, among other Well, not just that, (laughs) just the... The, the, the heavy metals yeah, the heavy and plastics. Metals, the plastic. I mean, we are going to pay the cost for cheap plastics, picnic-ware plastics, for thousands of years, mm. trying to get that out of the environment. I mean, there was just a study I saw three days ago where the, it, it was a big deal. The headline was... Um, uh, sperm counts are going down and penises are shrinking and all of it is because of the hormones that plastic, ingesting plastic or the the way our hormones are affected by the ingesting plastics. Yeah, yeah, and I mean this, this well, this re- is nothing new. This discussion, this, the smaller penis thing is new, but the uh, well, discussion speak, speak has been for going. Yourself. <laughs> well, not us, because we were before it started happening. So, um... <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but the, but, re- but the reason plastics don't break down those because they're man-made polymers. Right. And nature has no way to do that. They so photodegrade. They break down to smaller and smaller pieces, but they don't biodegrade. They don't break down into the base elements. Right. And what are they doing now? They're using, what is it, algae to create bacteria that will specifically eat 
those polymers. Right. And then produce something that's natural in it. Right. Um, they're also working on a gasoline that is a lot more um, environmentally, like at Porsche, I think, and a couple other companies are actually working on gas uh, gasoline that could power the cars that are already here uh, that uh, that is a lot less, a lot more carbon friendly. Mm. Like it doesn't, doesn't have as much carbon. It's, it's funny that we would talk about plastics and that kind of stuff because, uh, and I, I hate to give Netflix anything that they don't already have, but they have a series right now called History 101. And one of the things they talk about, they're like 20 minute vignettes, give or take, mm -hmm. something like that. And they, they, have, uh, they have one about plastics, uh, one about petroleum, fast food. Um, there were a couple others, and I, I just can't remember now, but plastics is the one, that, one of the ones that seems very fresh in my mind. Um, now, that being said, plastic is also used to make clothing. So it is. So is there enough uh, enough fiber in the world to make the clothing that we make now without using polymer to make it? Like just think of Under Armour or anything that has polyester in it or nylon in right, it or right. any of those the quick dry shirts that you get. Even LL Bean and J Crew are making quick dry shirts now just in their regular button downs that have polymers in them because they're so much cheaper. But in reality, we're not paying the cost of those polymers in the price of those shirts. They should be a hell of a lot more than natural fibers, right? right? But they're not right. because the, the cost, that's why capitalism is not working so far as the environment is because that cost is not factored in, mm. right? And so we're actually, that cost is being externalized to our children and our children's children. Um, well, wouldn't, so then we've, and see, this was that Wendell Berry thing that I was reading that, again, most of the stuff I read is so far over my head, but I do feel like I benefit by having read it. Absorbing. And Wendell Berry is a Kentucky um, philosopher, quasi, uh, he was a spiritual teacher right? Um, in the Christian tradition. Um, and I he's don't, a big, big farmer. And a, and a naturalist, so he would be someone that would definitely be worth reading, uh, put on your reading list. I agree. Yeah, and 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 I, I can't. I wish I had the book with me, but he discusses the inclusivity and the exclusivity of things, and that. And I think in this case, capitalism would—they're trying to make an inclusive model, but because they leave so much out, like you're discussing with prices, mm -hmm. not compensating for the actual value of a product, or or work that goes in—maybe not value, but the work that goes into creating something—then we have an exclusive. Or maybe I'm getting it backwards. I feel bad because I don't I don't want to get it mixed up because it's it's a really powerful concept. But but yeah, we we could do with revamping the idea of capitalism. Well, and it's, no, I'm not talking about the Great Reset. And either. it's not <laughs> neat. It's not really even revamping the idea. It's actually running it the way it's supposed to be run. Like in business school, they teach people that profit is the ultimate goal and anything that you can externalize to the greater population or to the community or whatever, you should do that because it increases your profit. When our overall lifestyle should be the goal, then if you, know, if you, if you make that the efficient metric. So when we use the word efficiency, we hear this a lot of times in education. Well, is this efficient? What they mean is, 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 is and I may have mentioned this on a previous podcast, it means is it efficient to capital? Right. Is it efficient to capital? 
which means are you saving the most amount of money for this particular idea? So if it if the if the if the standard is is it efficient for human existence? We're talking about a different efficiency, right? Right. right. So the word efficiency has been co-opted by capital to represent capital only. Right. Yeah. It's just like GDP only represents one small portion of the way our economy functions. But it's but it they say that that says exactly what the economy does when there are so many other measures we should be using for the economy. Right. Yeah, and then, I don't know, everything, like you say, with capitalism always goes back to dollars, dollars and cents. And then that's, and then that can get into a whole different thing because... Um, and the original, the original goal of capitalism was a moral system. I mean, Adam Smith was a moral philosopher, right? So he wanted a system that took away aristocracy's power in bloodlines, right? So he wanted a system that the average everyday person could live a good life without being aristocracy because you can't change aristocracy. Mm -hmm. Like you, if you're born, uh, you know, a, a, a Windsor or, you know, whoever you are Tudor, then you are, you have your, it's made for it's you. It's built in. Right. right. But right. if you're not, then it's not. Right. So he wanted a moral system. So it's not a, it has been co-opt over the years only to valorize capital mm. and not to valorize other forms of existence, which he was very, very concerned about. He wrote a whole, whole treaties on morals, mm. right? So, well, go ahead, I'm I, sorry. Well, no, you're fine. I think, but I think the current capitalistics, and I've said this to some other people, but I think the current, this is probably getting me into some trouble, I guess, but the current capitalistic society that I think we live in now is all of a minor handful of steps away from out and out communism, socialism, because the way that the system has advanced is that you have a lot of power in the hands of the few doling it out to the rest of us downstairs who have no, who have less and less ways to work through the ranks because of how power is being consolidated. The Telecommunications Act that Clinton signed in 96, you had what, 40 or 50 some broadcasting companies? And now you have six right uh, record labels. There were hundreds, if, if if not more than that, in the '60s, '70s, and '80s. Now you have three. I mean, there there are several labels and their names, but they're all subsidiaries of the major three, uh, who account for two thirds of all the music that's being put out. You have um, your streaming services, podcast services. You have only but so many choices, and then eventually the new people pop up and they get bought up. Uh, and then in the, the, in my opinion, the race to innovate, uh, you have, uh, didn't Google, somebody just released their version of TikTok? I, I, I saw this in a headline. Well, Facebook has done, tried to do one, and so has Google, I think. Oh, it was called Shorts, and I can't remember who did it. I can look it up. Um, and they just released it. But it's no different. There's, there's nothing innovative about it. It's just the next competing thing for your attention your bits and your pieces, which would then, for me, would tumble into the, the greater black hole of people not being present, not participating in reality. Well, reality as we define it, I guess. And, and, and really being manipulated far and beyond whatever everyone's, who the media this, the media that. 
but these, these things that compete for your attention and take you away from your presence. And I think, I think that's the thing with capitalism right now that really bums me out. That it tries to take away your consciousness? And your, and yeah, and your, and your presence. Well, so that, that has, so the, the postmodern theorists have been talking about it for a long time. That's called colonization of the psychic space. And it's where, you know, advertising was the first thing that they noticed that really did this. Like, we see so many mediated advertising messages that are either making us feel less than worthy or enticing us to buy something. Every day, it's on park benches, it's on street signs, it's on just everywhere you look. Their phone pops up advertisements, every app you look at. So the, the psychic space, the, the fact that you don't have any peace in your psychic space. One of the things I noticed when I drove into Canada, um, I had a conference in Ontario, or not Ontario, in Toronto at one time. And I, I drove up there because I, my, my university I work at is, is not super close, but it was within driving distance. And I took some people with me and we just really enjoyed Toronto and Canada itself. But one of the things you notice is um, the peacefulness of when you drive across the border and there are no road signs. I mean, literally, there are no big billboards anywhere on the road mm. all you see is farmland mm -hmm. pretty much when where i was at now i did not go i mean i went across in detroit so it was in a relatively you know really urban area and then you go across the border and you're not in an urban area and um but it was really refreshing and somehow peaceful not to see and even their little signs that exit signs were not like didn't have many logos on them. It just was very, very, I don't know, peaceful. Like you're walking through the woods or something. And there were like big fields with windmills in them. And um, just, well, you're, you're not, you're it's not basically being, farmland, but uh, you're not being preyed upon. Right. And I don't mind the fact that we can get what we want by buying for it. But don't bother me. And, and, and make me feel like I need to buy something to feel good about myself. Right. Like that whole Mad Men type thing, um, and uh, the, watching Mad Men is a great, a great uh, relapse into how this stuff kind of happened and, and what it looked like and how they created the cigarette industry. And that, that show is actually really just the way they treated women in that show, like you're shocked when you watch it. Now, it's amazing how our viewpoint has changed so far as, 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 as the way, you know, we, we try to treat people. You can say what you want to about the cancel culture, but it polices people trying to make people treat people well. Right. Now, sometimes I think they go overboard, and you've heard me say that before. More, podcast, yeah, more, more often than not lately. Yeah. 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 Um, but... But uh, it, it anyway, just that that colonization, that that space where humans can't really see the flowers or see the ocean or see all they do is see what advertising is trying to do for them. And it's like your phone pops up with this crazy stuff like you need to get this like. Uh, I was on Instagram the other day and a pair of shoes that I looked at in Beaufort popped up on my Instagram feed. I'm like, how in the hell did they know this? 
like I didn't have my I didn't mention the name of these shoes because I frankly I couldn't remember I couldn't say the name because I wasn't really sure how you pronounce it so I, I mean I was in there with my mother just looking around and um, it's the store I was talking about that was so pretty okay yeah yeah the, the boutique, boutique store one side was um, uh, for women and one side was for men it was called uh, proper cloth I think it was called proper cloth um, no it wasn't that's a, that's an online store I'll, I'll think about it in a minute it was a great store you should check it out if you're ever in Beaufort North Carolina um, a little seaside towns worth worth visiting in North Carolina, but just from the the, the preservation of the historical homes there, um, is and, and, and most of the people that are down in that area and the downtown area are really nice. But that colonization of the psychic space is a big deal, and and you know we're going to have to do something about it. Otherwise, everything's going to be colonized. There'll be ads that'll pop up all over the damn place. Well, the the, need, the needs that we're inventing, and and we are inventing needs. Uh, so therefore, they are artificial. Mm-hmm. You know, Maslow, in the hierarchy, what what is it you need? Shelter, food, and love and acceptance. Mm-hmm. I think are the big three. I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. there's some others, but those are the big ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Beyond that, every other need that you could conceive of really is artificial. I mean, it's, you need clothing, especially nowadays. Uh, so, so those types of things I get. But the need for smartphones, the need for social media, the need for objects and items, materials. Well, you understand why that happens, because capitalism has to increase their markets. Because otherwise it fails, because it's based on growth, which is one of the things that has to be figured out. Right, and with but, capitalism. but then, and then in that instance, I would think to a certain degree, growth can be perceived as being artificial, or at least inflated, right, manipulated. Well, yeah, because well, we're creating like ethereal markets.